Hey. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm okay, dude. I went to went to the gym. I had a hell of a workout, man. I don't know if you saw like my uh my my calorie analytics, but something was going on today. I benched, and it was awesome. And then uh, I had that fun situation where I needed 50s or like you you need a specific dumbbell weight, but it's in use, so you can either go down or go up in weight to do it. So today I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a a crazy guy. I went up and wait for everything because everything I needed was in use, and my calories were like two hundred above what they usually are. So it was. Hey, let's go. I like it, it felt like a great time. My arms feel nice. Everything feels good. Uh, how you doing? I like it. I like it. Um, I'm all right. Just taking it easy this morning. Doing a lot of productive shit. Mm-hmm. You know, usually on my gym grind, but today I had to take care of a couple things. Um, run some socials. Get some things organized with. Another project of mine, but uh, and you also got to be able to relax. Oh, bro, this is relax. <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah, I'm loving this shit. I, I mean, we're, this shit's a, we're right at the wire. If you too. find something, if you find something you love, that's the relaxation to you. I don't stress about. Oh this shit, shit no dude! More. Did you ever put in those slips to take the time off? Because that's coming up in a couple weeks. <sighs> Thanks for reminding me. Well, I kept. I, I was trying to confirm the dates with you. We'll talk about it. Later. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so, but Disney time coming. Welcome so. to a uh, to snack time. Uh, offshoot of the anything bowl where we usually stay single topic quick short form 15 20 25 minutes if we're really passionate about it and it's just meant for our our like uh, our short-term listeners or our what's the word you only got a couple minutes you want a little bit of content you're on your lunch break you got to listen to something that's what we're here for and uh you know today was one of those days we sat around trying to figure out what topic we were going to talk about because we have this plan for the rest of the year but today the topic we, we couldn't really agree on uh, our Lord and Savior, MKBHD, last night posted a video titled uh, Hot Takes, in which he had three hot takes for, I think it was, it, for him it was mainly the tech world. So, in complete YouTuber fashion, we're going to completely copy him. So, we're going yeah, <laughs> to do hot takes today. Yeah. And I think ours aren't necessarily tech focused or like media or anything. I know, at least mine are like life oriented. And these are things that I've, I, I know I've told you these couple of things many times, but they're things I stand by. So I figure they should be mine. Uh, Matt, what is the, uh, what is the subject matter of your hot takes, bro? Mine? Yeah. Uh, I'll go with each. Well, the first one is a emotional one. The second one is actually a music based one. And the third one is a music slash life slash all rounder type situation. So, okay. um, I don't. <sighs> I don't think it'll offend a lot of people, but I think it'll ruffle a feather. Well, I mean, but, but that's I, why I they're hot takes. As, but I don't think it's a yeah. But I think people think like hot takes are supposed to like, ooh, like I'm trying to get attention. Like, nah, no, it's this just, is just how we think. It's just how we think, and then some people are like, oh, you think that way? It's like, yeah, we. Think yeah, that well, way. I mean, a lot of your hot takes no. as a person, they'll be based on personal experiences, you know. Yeah, of course. and that's where all these and come from. So I think we'll know, go. People uh, shouldn't shouldn't take it too seriously. No, no, man, that's you know, why they're called just, hot takes. It's just all fun. Yeah, hot, hot tamale takes, you know. All right, so, uh, I guess we'll go one by one, and we'll just kind of go back and forth. We'll like uh, we'll talk about it and give our opinions from both sides. Yeah, I've yeah. done a lot of talking, right, so Matt. Tell me what's your first one. Ah, oh, damn. Okay, <laughs> my first hot take. Oh boy, ruffle the feather. Bring it on. People who post being emotional on social media deserve more fucking pain. And honestly, honestly, deserve some more bullying, though. That's uh, I have to agree. And I say that as someone who in like middle school and high school was that person. Yeah. So like because 
Because my thing with it is this. if Because what you're doing in that situation is you're trying to be an attention seeker. Exactly. I don't care what anybody says. Your only goal you know, is to get people to click on it and fucking say something to you. You're trying to do that. You're trying to get people to say to you, say say shit to you. You're trying to essentially project your issues onto other people. And again, if you're if you're that upset about it, I'm not gonna say that you don't want to talk to anybody about it, but you definitely you're definitely looking in the wrong place to do that. And I think it's bullshit. And on top of it too, it's like these same people. Okay, here's the thing too. Let's clarify some. Uh, some restrictions. Okay. Right? Okay. If let's say a family member died, okay, I can understand that. You know, if it's something, uh, I mean, I mean, like you could do again, like an emotional depends. thing on Facebook or Instagram, but if you're gonna post like a photo of a casket on your Snapchat story, you're just kind of being no, an idiot. No, no, that type of shit. Yeah, no, fuck that. Like, there's like a photo <laughs> of like these chicks. Like, I think they actually took a selfie. Yeah, with I've seen that. Casket with no, exactly what you're talking that about. That shit was dumb as hell, <laughs> and I was like, wow. And you can't erase that. No, no you can't. It's there forever. No, like what I mean is like more like if you're posting like photos like of people you miss or you love or, you know, whether it's your father, your grandfather, yeah. mom, dad, whoever, maybe it's a relationship, whatever the case may be. But when you start talking about like breakups and uh, you start posting photos of you crying, saying that no one likes you and da, da, or like da, a TikTok like, of you crying, holding a photo of them, like I get it that you're going through it, but you don't got to post it. Fuck no, you 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 can't. I and that's where I think if you got negative comments, you just bring that upon yourself. Yeah, and I think that's anybody that puts themselves in the internet space where you have to understand that there's multiple people taking multiple takes on you at the same time, mm-hmm. whether you know it or not. You know, I'm sure there's like probably out of the 20 people that be listening to us, sometimes there's probably two. <laughs> I'm like, man, guys are fucking idiots, man. That's okay. Can't take this shit. That's no all right, more. man. That's the point of a hot take. Yeah, no. Uh, uh that's that's. Do you want to go back and forth with yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trade it back. All right, you go. All right. So my my number one is uh, saving just to save is stupid. I think saving money on the week-to-week basis without it being towards a certain goal is a constant stressor when it doesn't need to be unless you can do it passively. You know, like if you can have a bank account that you get this check. I mean, maybe maybe nowadays it's a little different just because there, there's this talk of like a recession and money and everything's fucking expensive. But I just think, I think saving just to save, it, it's, it, at least in my experience, it's caused far too much stress. It's one of those things where every week I'm like planning out my paycheck dollar to dollar. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to put this amount there. And then every time I pull for my savings, if I need to do something, or maybe I got to like buy groceries a couple of days before I get paid and I got to pull from it and feel like ass. And then I look at my next check and I'm like, all right, now I got to make up for what I took. And then some, it's, to me, it's just stupid. I feel much better when there's a goal in mind, like, what is it? I, we had the goal of saving money to move into the apartment. And by February, I mean, it was a little different because I had a tax return and whatever, but that felt good. Saving money towards Disney that we're going to in a couple weeks. And me in my head having this like huge budget of like just in case if things are much more expensive than we expect, that feels good. Saving money towards, you know, we wanted a TV or uh, like I got to get a car next year because my car, it's not on its last leg, but it will be. Saving towards yeah. getting a car or something and maybe buying it outright or like a used car outright or or having a ton of money to put down on a lease or something. That to me feels better because you're going towards a goal and you're going based on amount, right? So if I'm like, I got to save four grand by in three months, every other check I could be like, oh, you know, I got to put this amount of money in. But this week, instead of me thinking, oh, I got to put this percentage, 
how am I going to save this percentage and then pay the rent and then pay my a couple of my bills? It feels better just to be like, all right, you know, these couple of weeks, these couple of checks in a row, I've got this amount in there and I'm already like, I'm a month ahead of schedule. So I can pump the brakes a little bit and not have to worry about it nearly as much. That to me is much better, especially because you get that dopamine hit where you get it. You're like, all right, I got the money. I got the stuff. Let me go get the thing. Look at the thing. Look at all the hard work I put in towards the thing. Um, I'm going to go 50, 50 with you on and that. I, 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 I expected you to. Yeah. Cause my thing is this, I think I do agree. You should have a goal in mind when you save. I don't, you know, anything in life that you do, I don't think you should just sit there and say, I want to do this just cause yeah. I, and it's very few situations. Like if it, and the, the just cause reasons might be just cause of like vanity or materialism. Yeah. Impulse. But, um, impulse, whatever case may be to, um, say go for and buy stuff. I mean, but if it's an important purchase, sure. But I also do think that you should save to save also because I think it's like, you know, I think you never know. Yeah. I, th- I think you never know in times where you may get completely butt fucked, like you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, and in again, that case, I, think, I definitely agree with I, having like an emergency fund or like a, a guaranteed amount well, that you can't touch. But constantly saving week over week or check after check, at uh, least in my experience, has caused far too much stress. It's stressful, but it's there for a reason. You know what it mm-hmm. is? I always tell people having a good, having a big savings is like having a gun. Like <laughs> it, it, it's the most obscure example, but it makes sense to some people. Yeah. You don't want to use it. You don't. But, but it's there you if you need to, it. You need to. Yeah. See, but you know that's how saying? I feel it's about like, credit, which is a horrible way to think. But no, well, I mean, no, not really, because you can. The thing is, if, if if the purchase or the or the thing that you need to get makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you if you tell yourself, "Oh, I need, I need this fucking five hundred dollar Funko Pop," okay, that's a stupid <laughs> reason. But it's like if you're like, "Man, I just I'm not gonna make it the next payday, and my brakes are giving out, and if I mm-hmm. keep going like this, I'm gonna fuck up my caliper." Like that type of shit. You think like that? Okay, I mean, it sucks you have to spend it, but you got to roll the dice too. Yeah. Um. And I mean, listen, I you know, I'm not going to get spiritual on y'all, but, you know, I think it's a sign from the universe a little bit. I think there's forces that move that shit. So if something happens, it just means that they always say with a negative exchange comes with a positive exchange. So if a negative exchange would be that. Well, the positive is, well, you still get to go to work. You still get to drive your car and you, you won't fucking die and wrap your uh like my famous saying this Christmas, wrap your car around a Christmas tree. Christmas Wrap your car around a tree. Jeez. I mean presents, my bad. Sorry. Excuse me. You got me with that the other um, day too. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. All right. I sent Miguel a text that said, um, uh wrap um we we're talking about something. We were talking about I said the wrap your presents and then I had it and I said edited and I said wrap your car around a tree. It's awesome. Like, oh. It's like Matt, it's eleven AM. What are you doing? Like, stop the ideation please go away all right give me your number two hot take uh this is a music one specifically uh, good my next one just, is too i just wanted to tune you up eminem literally has been rapping about the same issue since 2001 100 percent. 100 percent. and you know what see this morning i started my day with agree. the b-side so it's oh well <laughs> and there's no hate towards that but i just like i think i really been like I've always thought about it. And I'm like, why don't I like it? Why don't I like, like, it's not, I don't like it. It's just, I can't vibe with it. And then I thought about it and I'm like, it just feels like the same thing all the time. Yeah. And I like him. I do. I mean, it feels there's certain like there's things no I don't like from him. No, exactly. I mean, you look at Jay-Z and Nas, right? They're an upper, I, I would like to consider them upper echelons, black excellency. 
right? Mm-hmm. They're fucking amazing. hundred percent. And now they matured and now they're just talking. They're, I mean, I mean, you had with 444, Jay-Z's just, you see him in a more emotional state. Yeah. Now as it's like you, you see him recapping and just like mm-hmm. taking, like he just, he just tells you a lot of stories you never heard before. And he's just living within his moment. He's not trying yeah, to Yeah, he, he doesn't else. give a shit about anything. And he's just putting out his music for himself. Exactly. It sounds like your old uncle telling you some fucking crazy stories. Oh, yeah. Whereas with M, it's like, let me treat be the weird zany guy from 2004. I mean, and I'm like, uh, like, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I can like, see it. But I, I mean, like there was, and I'm not, it's, it's his, in him though. I see that there was progression up until a point, And I think it's like 2013 is where the progression in terms of content stopped. And I mean, there's, there's, Little points here and there, like, uh, you know, Castle in a Rose is a very good, like, progression from, oh, man, I relapsed and whatever, to now it's let me tell the story and my mindset and everything. There was progression from, like, being the zany guy, and then it was, like, some conf- crazy confidence, and then it was, I am, like, he he took it upon himself to be, like, I am the rap god and whatever, but then since, like, the Marshall Mathers LP2, it's just kind of been the same thing, and we forget that it's been 10 years since then. Yeah, no, Exactly. And I think, um, you know, again, I, I can't deny those parts. I mean, I think there, there's parts of his career where there's development, but it doesn't, I think the subject matter has never changed. I think stylistically and the way he executes is massively different. I mean, you even look at Spotify Wrapped, I mean, people still like it. He was the third, Eminem show was the third most played album this year. That album's been out for, what is it now? 20 oh, years, 20 years exactly. yeah, the anniversary was this year. Yeah. Third so, mo- that, you know, see, but that's amazing. Like, it's it just so show staying power, man. And you mm-hmm. know what? I give the guy more credit. You know, I mean, every everything all being said, but if no matter what, people are, he's just a legacy artist now. People yeah. are still gonna always gonna be listening. He's just at that point, and that's where I think he doesn't give a fuck because people that were listening twenty years ago, it's fine because they're still gonna be listening. Exactly. It's the same shit with nineties rappers too. Anyway, mm-hmm. I mean, fucking look at all mm-hmm. of them. There's people that still line up to go see Wu Tang, which Wu Tang are fucking amazing. There ain't nothing to fuck you know, with, but still. Ain't nothing to fuck with. Cream gets the money. Jesus, man. But yeah, man. I was going to say something. I just forgot. You should probably just say your final take now. Nah, bro. I'm on number two. Oh, shit. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so number two. This uh, is music related, but it's not like music content related. Yeah. Well, I say it's music related because it, it relates to me, sort of. Uh, some dreams are meant to be dreams. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's actually going to the you're you're gonna see in a second. And that's uh, well I guess I I guess I have to cut oh actually no. Mine actually completely contrasts from you. Okay, but no, but keep that's going. Like, keep going. That is me thinking about certain things. You know, I had but, but this is obvious, you know, when you're a little kid you're gonna talk about how, oh man, I wanna be an astronaut, I wanna be the president. First of all, you're not gonna be the president. Little dreams those are meant to be dreams. That's fine when you're younger. But I, I also mean like as you get older, you know, coming out of high school, I was, I had this dream of being, you know, in like, like some famous punk band or uh, like being on Broadway. And once I got through my first year of college, I was like, all right, so that Broadway dream, that that's just a dream. That's just, I had some fun in high school and it's not my thing. And as, as time has gone on, like, I'm not saying not to chase your dreams because, you know, when it comes to music, I'm still back and forth because I uh, I want to work on it, but I'm also always so fucking exhausted. That's still something I'm going to chase. The idea of financial stability higher than that of what my parents had and like being able to not have to work 40 hours a week in a hectic, hardcore job, those are dreams I'm going to continue to chase. 
but there are certain dreams at a certain point, regardless of age. You could be 40, 50, you could be 20, 25. There are certain dreams that are meant to stay dreams and are meant to just be something for you to look back on and be like, you know, I tried, that was cool, but that was never in the cards for me. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, again, I think this is a gray zone for me as well because, well, not for me personally, and I'm and I'm going to tell you why, mm-hmm. but let me just talk on your situation and just the general first. I think what happens is a lot of people get into things and they don't love it as much as they say they do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you don't love music, just that maybe it's just that you have a passion, like you said, you have a dream, but it's not something that particularly either you just felt as... With all due respect, like willing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean anyone's particularly, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's people that are objectively bad, obviously, mm-hmm. but there's also never such a thing as bad. Oh, I'm just speaking in terms of music. I gotcha. Any, object, any objective shit, like obviously, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're a fucking astronaut, you better fucking know how to. How to be an be astronaut. Be a bad astronaut. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just, in my case, it's, <laughs> but, it's that thing like. I wish I could go back because I've said this. I said this like when I transferred to Ramapo, and that was like two or three years ago at this point. I wish I could go back to my younger self and tell him to go to community college or something. Because it's one thing when you're like, I love music, I'm going to study it. But it's completely different when you actually make music into a job and a career and a constant study. You know, it's one thing to listen to it and want to perform and do whatever and have fun. It's another thing when it's every class you go to is theory and then learning to conduct and then learning how to train your ears better and then working on performing and then actually performing and then doing this and then it it, it being a 24-7 it's not for everybody and I wish I could go back and be like listen little dude go to community college go for a year two years do this and then figure out what you want to do well I feel like I've asked you the question before but what made you stop it's or not stop but it's well my thing is this are you done? No, I'm not done. Just... I love music too much. I might not like work on it as hard as you do, and I might not write or record or produce nearly as much as you do or as much as like Tyler or as much as I did a couple years ago. But I think it was just like for me it was <clears throat> it was the constant stress of it being a 24/7. And then yeah. You know, the harsh reality is I've always compared myself to you for better or for mm-hmm. worse. And it was like, well, I mean, this this was all at the same time. It was like, it became a constant stressor. I was comparing myself to you in that I didn't have the drive to do it 24-7, and I watched you start producing and then begin to improve. It was sadness from trying to start bands and me being like headfirst into it, and then like with BDR, and then uh, Chase the Dream, and even working on, on the, the covers with Tyler earlier this year. It's always an outside force or an outside person that will cause the entire thing to collapse. And then yeah. I feel like I'm just left alone. And then on top of that, it you had, I was working constantly for some fucking reason. Like it was instilled in my head to work 24 seven. And then that first couple of years I worked at Costco, I had nothing to show for it. Then the pandemic hit. And now it's like, I'm like, I'm at a crossroads. And we, we talk about this often where I'm like home on days off and I want to work on music and things, but I also have, laundry and things to do i'm exhausted from working 45 hours a week and having all this stress on me as being like a pseudo manager and just wanting to like in my free time use it as free time yeah i yeah i i get it man it's it's tough i mean even you and me are both on the same 
mojo yeah up with that shit you know it's it's tough to manage full-time job and be it an is artist. dude i think but i, I think, think my plan is but, I, I told you this earlier in the year that my goal is to like find a a part-time job and then join some kind of cover band or like a wedding band that's still my yeah. goal and like now i'm taking courses to try and find some kind of remote job that i can do whatever with yeah. and i think that's the goal it's just now i've also become so comfortable with the income i make between like the way that we live and the stupid shit that i like to buy and the like incoming doom of people who say oh recession depression all these things costco is like costco is the greatest finesse because you are guaranteed employment regardless of what happens and that's in the paperwork you sign when you start yeah for sure so it's like no if something like that happens i don't have the choice to leave yeah no and it's i think i've come to years in agreement with you that it's a good safety net to have Mm -hmm. um i think i didn't really I always forgot about the comparison part. <laughs> well, I mean, because it's not good. I, I, I mean, no, no, it's not. And, you know, I I think a lot of times maybe I felt that too, where it's like, that's why I kind of wanted to push you. Mm-hmm. But again, I think, you know, comparison is such a dangerous thing. And I used to think the same way too. But what stopped me was when you start making things, I think you have to have a good frame of mind and a healthy relationship yeah. with it when you do it. When you make things, it should be something that you like. It shouldn't be things that you think that people are going to be cool or maybe that mm-hmm. something isn't as high as the snuff in terms of quality as someone else's. Yeah, I stopped caring about that a year ago. I used to give a fuck about it so much. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't you post on TikTok fucking often because you have, no many, you have no idea how many times I've sat here and like sung and recorded and done whatever and then I go to edit it and I'm like, this doesn't fucking sound as good as it should. And then I just delete it. But you, but you know what it is, man? I'm, the harsh reality is... You, you have to post to keep getting better. Exactly. Because what you're doing is you're, you're training. That's like showing up for a job, man. I mean, I, it's like that famous quote. A wise man once said, if you want a certain job, you got to dress the part every day. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's the same principle, you know. And, um, I just don't practice what I, I never, preach. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but you know what? It's okay, man. I mean, listen, I always, this is the one thing I always say to you and a lot of people is that if you really do – I mean – it's so corny, but it's so true. If you really do love something, it'll always come back. That's it really does. And and music has been one of those things that you've seen me give up on it multiple mm-hmm. times. And it's just somehow made a way back. You know, I've had my recurrences and I feel more motivated than ever. And this isn't me trying to be like, oh, big flicks on you. The big point is <laughs> for you, it could no no no. <laughs> but the big point is for you, I mean, it could be this podcast. It could be the wedding band. It could be something else. Exactly. God fucking knows. You got to keep your options open. And yeah. I think that goes for both of us. And I think that's the true thing. You can be a dreamer at the end of the day, but your dreams are not limited to just one idea. Mm-hmm. Being Having a true dream is really just reaching, being at a position where you feel like yourself and with your with everything that's going on, or at least feeling at a point where you have that idea of identity. And you're like, this is this makes sense. This is where I'm at and this is where I belong. Yes. You know? So, amen. Amen. All right, give me your number two. I got I to gotta get my laundry at some point. <laughs> this is fucked up because <laughs> it's on the same. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mine says, well, it's kind of similar to what I was just talking about. Oh, this about, is your number three. Need, Sorry. Yeah. People need to stop being dreamers and being executors. Everyone thinks they can own a business. God damn. When 90% of startups fail in the first year. Get a fucking job. So, what I mean is. Damn. I mean, you taught me this lesson. Listen, if you're going to start, I've cross-compared too. You know, mm-hmm. I, I felt like shit because I never had money. Now I take my money seriously. You know, we make up for that sort of shit. Yeah. 
and the, the realization I came to this year is it doesn't mean that I can't do what I want. It just means that you need the resources to do it. Exactly. Even if you have to take a hit in some of your time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think, oh, I got to. I mean, you saw me there right this year with all this shit going on, you know, yeah. with the fucking publishing deals and everything. I thought I had to work 12 hours a day. I've been making the best beats of my life right now, at least in my personal opinion, just taking two or three hours out of my day mm-hmm. and making one to two, three good beats rather than. Dude, so I was like every fucking day. Oh, I know because you were some on the people grind. that could do that. There's some people that I could do that, but I realized within myself, like I take this shit too emotionally to be like, yeah, you know, just trying to crank it out because at that point, it's like there's no soul in it. It's not exactly. You, I remember we had this conversation else. earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. Then you're doing it that just to do it. Big. You lose the passion in it. Then you're not doing what you were trying to do in the first place. Exactly. So, um, you know, and that's. This latter half of the year has just been execution. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know I tease it up because like, if I think like a lot of people are listening, but I mean, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, I have this group, I have this group with another, I have, oh my God, words. I have this music collective idea with my friends called Channel Zero. This is like, we've actually been publishing everything, distro, this and that, yeah. and nine and the third. But that's the thing. My big thing is execution. I don't think that, um, you know. Is sustainable enough anymore yeah. to just keep saying, I think I can, I think I can. Like, you gotta start thinking business. Mm-hmm. You gotta start thinking how you're gonna do shit. You can't just be like, oh, well, maybe this day I'll do it. Like, that fucking quote on that fucking TikTok, which I love and I hate because I see it everywhere, but there's that rocky TikTok where it's like, there is no tomorrow and shit like that. There really is no tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I literally, except for tomorrow when I have to look for logos. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that. Instead of like, my favorite type of energy this year has just been like, I want to put this song out. Hundred percent. Okay, fucking do it. And then you did, I did that. it. No, not overthinking this shit. Oh, I need a new logo for this shit tomorrow. Okay, let's fucking look. Um, you know everything's about doing. And if, and mind you, again, it goes back to what I just said about you and me. Like, not everything has to be done the day of. No, you just have to do something because those little progress marks, like. When you enjoy the journey, the shit just feels so much better. 100%. And shit just comes naturally. I need those little bonuses, any of those little wins, it just comes naturally. But my thing is this, though. This is the controversial. Oh, no. Not many people are willing to do that shit. But people will say that shit. And everyone, that, even at my work and whoever case may be, wherever the fuck, you know, always saying, hey, I want to start this business. I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. With him. Some of the first questions I'll ask him. Oh, here's the LLC. How much money are you trying to put down this year? Um, do you have a team that you have you can trust for marketing and all that? I mean, I'm not saying this shit as in like you need to have it now. But I'm saying like are these things that you've thought about? Are these – you realize that when you leave – if you did shit like this, when you leave, that's another maybe three, four, five hours added onto your work day. Yep. Now you're working 65 hours a week. And for me, it's like, I say that, but I don't say that like, oh, this sucks. I say I'm excited because it's like, okay. Because you're doing what you want to do. I'm I'm content with a day job right now. I guess it serves its purpose. But yeah, exactly, right? When I get home, that feels like that's where my real job begins. And and eventually what I want is that from those eight hours and that five hours afterwards to slowly transition. So then like six and six, five for the day job, six or seven for the the nighttime. Mm Mm-hmm. And then just keeps pushing it back slowly, slowly, slowly until eventually, you know, you're doing so much shit with it that it's like a, it's, it's sustaining you, you know. And I think uh, people just don't want the work. And I think, frankly, some people don't even 
might not even get it. And the last thing I'll say about it is I don't even think – I think you have to expect that failure is the biggest possibility. Yep. I think people think it's going to work out. I don't know if this will work out. I just want to do it. Exactly. <laughs> do or do not. There is the no try. Picture. But that's the thing. Don't think you're going to be winning all the time because you ain't. You never win it all the time. No, and that, that's the whole point. We've been point. doing it with this fucking podcast, bro. Yeah, I We're mean, just we, talking about. We've been this doing shit. that with podcast, period. You know, anything bull the first time around was like, oh my god, what was it? It was like a fifty-fifty shot if we were like completely into it or like completely passive on it, and that's because there were like, you know, three different headspaces of how we looked at this shit. Then we stopped. But now you and I were like, let's do tech theory. Look out for snack time next week. We, <laughs> we, we were like, let's do tech theory just because we wanted to do something. Our heads were kind of in it, but we were also so bogged down and stressed by other stuff, we were still not on the same page. And that's why that yeah. fell through. Now we're here. Now we've been doing this for six months, almost as long as we did the Anything Bowl the first time around, almost the same amount of content. But now that we're on the same page and we have the same wants and the same kind of drive towards it, now we're planning like an LLC and all these other channels and all these other ideas and all this other content and these other avenues, you know, things just, yeah. Anyway, but those are all topics for, <laughs> for upcoming episodes. He was going off uh, and I was like, hey, it's like, wait a minute, this is content. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, my it's number funny, three, funny how shit works out. just to, uh, to put a cap on our, our hot takes. This is something I believed, I think since like, uh, I can't drop names only no, because I, I don't know if they'll ever listen to it. Just make this statement, though. It's fine. Okay. Be ballsy. <laughs> you don't need to find a hiding spot like this. I know. I, no, no, no. But I, we're not talking about the same people. Uh, um, I know we're probably not. Love is not a temporary feeling. If you truly love someone, I believe that's something that never goes away. It'll change form or feeling or intensity. But if you truly feel love towards an individual, that never goes away. Yeah, no. I agree. I think... Because I guess the best personal example I'll bring up, and I can't say nothing either, but I will say, even if things are over, you can't just be friends again. No. How could you be so high in a ladder and try to bring yourself down? You can't. Well, I mean, it's, you know, that's part of it. It's but possible. To me, but it's, it's also like, like the feeling of love changes, you know, like I, yeah. I'm not going to say. Now, are you, I won't, I, I don't want to put you on blast, but are you just speaking <laughs> whole history or a yeah. single person then yeah i i agree like i think like um, i can go back to you look back at those times man like again i'm not gonna drop names but i can go back to high school i dated that one girl we'll call her jay and like even though that was now like Very dude coy. we we, <laughs> we broke up like dude like I'm, I'm 23 we broke up and i was 17 this was like six seven yeah. years ago we broke up and i could still sit here and say like i don't talk to her I haven't seen her in five, four or five years. Outside, of, I think mm. I ran into like her mom at Costco or something. But I could, I could still sit here and confidently say I still have love for her in the vein of like, thank you for teaching me a fuck ton when I was like in the dumbest headspace of my life as a fucking adolescent dipshit kid. Thank you for helping me find who I am and getting through some rough spots, you know. And that that doesn't just go for her. That goes for like, I think there's there's probably just like two or three people in my life that I can look back on and be like, look, we, we had this relationship. It's, there was a lot of love there. I'm not saying like, I still love you in the vein of like, oh, let's do something. It's more like, thank you for what you did for me and 
if like I don't know, man. Because but then it's also a gray line. Regardless, it's it's there's there's love there in the sense of a thank you, and yeah, that that emotion that I felt back then was not to me like little kid shit. That was like not nah, for sure. I this feels like the real deal, even if you were like, you know, fucking 16, 17 years old. Not for sure, dude. I, I agree. I think a lot of times you start thinking back on that shit and you're like, damn, like that's just, it sucks to think back on, but then you, I think emotional maturity comes with the fact that you're understanding that that time has passed, yeah. but your understanding of those feelings that you had before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, of course, if you ever talk to that person, the connection will not entirely be the same, but it's like, you know, it's, there's, there's still remnants, yeah. you know? Damn. Way to end on a sad boy note. Dude. No, it's not sad. If you're thinking it's sad, now. then you're getting, you're getting the wrong <laughs> idea. It's, it's just like. You're thinking on some ne- thank you next shit. Uh, I guess. I guess kind of, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's That's the way I see it because you're taking that emotion and you're just pushing it forward. Yeah, it's less sad, more somber. Yeah, for sure. Why is there a fly by my eyeball? Uh, anyway. I expected the hot takes to kind of get emotional based on the stuff that I wrote down, but I was not expecting it to be this heavy. So uh, I apologize for making your lunchtime so so emotional. <laughs> or maybe this is what you needed. Maybe you needed, as a listener, a, a close-to-heart couple of minutes. Hand on the shoulder. <laughs> oh, Basically. my God. Okay, Matt, plug the, uh, plug the socials and the last couple episodes so I can go change my laundry. Follow us at Anything Bull Pod on Instagram. Uh, we're on Instagram, TikTok. Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube. We have a YouTube. I don't know if I said we have a YouTube. We do have, we have videos up there as well. Um, make sure to check out the visuals as well. We're also on audio form on both sides of the spectrum. Um, thank you for 2,000 views on the last reel. Jesus Christ, Wild, not expecting for no reason. It. You know, you got to give no fucking reason. But uh, hopefully it goes up from here. <laughs> um, uh, make sure to listen to the last bo- couple episodes. Uh, snack time. Oh, yes. Last week, uh, we, talk we talked about cryptocurrency and the fun of, of Dogecoin. And then, uh, and the bull today we released, or we well, did. today, well, this Monday, episode yeah. 35, we'd be talking about Christmas movies, we'd be talking about new Guardians movies, the crazy summer movie trailers, just yeah, summer season, summer season in the wintertime, oh, summer 16. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> so that being said, <laughs> this has been the Anything Bull. Goodbye, all right, goodbye. <laughs>